Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline for Contract Equipment Limited, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. We welcome back to the show, George LaRock. Hello, George. How are you? Very good. How's everybody over there? Well, it's raining like cats and dogs out here in Edmonton, which we needed because we had fires before. It's snowing in uh, Jasper, George, so you know what that means. Trudeau's going to nail us with another tax. Uh, so it's it's a wet one in Western Canada. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad that because the, when I was down there, I was getting those alerts in my cell every minute about a fire. So... Hopefully, this is going to slow down now. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, George, do you do you do you watch Netflix at all? Of course, I do. Did you see the Netflix Bad Vegan? No, I know I it's, didn't see that. It's about a, a New York woman who had a vegan restaurant. And she got involved with a fella who basically was not a very nice guy, and they ended up uh, misappropriating some funds. It's it's an interesting. I, I've only just started watching it, but because uh, you're the good vegan on this show, so uh, there you have it. All right. Uh, I think I'm the only one. I think. Well, yeah. Well, let's see. There's me. There's uh, Brennan. Brennan, you are not a vegan. Is that a correct? Not even close. Not even close. Nor am I a vegan, George. So you know, I like I think help. Of all the- I think, Bob, of all the callers that you have, I'm probably the only vegan you've ever talked to. Yes, I'm, actually, I think you probably are the only vegan. All right, uh, the Stanley Cup Championship, Vegas Golden Knights, they ultimately win it. Uh, we had you on a week ago Monday. I think we both thought it was inevitable that Vegas had won. Uh, we've had texters say, uh, you know what, I, it, it, it hurts even more knowing how close Edmonton was. And I, I just had a texture say, no, it doesn't hurt because I know Edmonton's right there and I'm comfortable with where the Oilers are at. For me, for me, George, it hurts. You were on a team that lost in Game 7 in the Stanley Cup Final to, to Carolina on this date. Sorry to do this to you, George, 17 years ago. Uh, did you did you think you guys could get back there the next year after losing that year, or did you think it was because I think the Oilers players think they can get back in the mix and got a great chance to win next year? What about you? What did you think back in the summer of '06? Pop, well, you were unsigned at that time as well. Well, actually, we all left. I don't remember, and I don't know why. But summer '06, Pronger left. I left. Uh, uh, the team didn't want to resign me, so I, I went to Phoenix and Packer. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah, everybody left, and then the team went on a losing streak for 10 years, never to make the playoffs, and it's only until they drafted McDavid that they were back in the playoffs. So uh, it, it's insane how the team just dissembled 
after that when you think that the team was so close. And, you know, if you look at, even look at Vegas. Vegas, uh, you know, it's crazy because that owner, I remember when, when Vegas came in, Bob, and, and came into the league and he said they were going to win the cup within six years and everybody was laughing at him. And the first, the first six years, they make the Sonic Cup final twice winning one. And you look at their team next year, all the core important players are all back. Yeah. The only guy that is not back that has to be signed is Len, the goalie. But other than that, they're pretty much back. So the fact that you know they're back, you know they're going to make the playoff next year, and who knows how far they're going to go, depending on the summer, you know, if they get guys arrested enough to, for another long season to be making playoffs. Well, they won't, if you look at the they won't have Barber, They won't have Barbashev back, and they've got to re-sign Aiden Hill in goal. I think yeah. Jerry, Jerry Johansson, who is... Uh, you know, partners with Kotlowitz and uh, your old your old agent, as well as yeah. uh, uh, Rich Winter. A number, you know, back when you were playing, those guys obviously are no longer together. But Jerry's got uh, Aiden Hill. They're not going to be able to re- re-sign Barbashev. He's going to be gone for sure. Yeah, no, I know. But still, you look at the team that they have now. Like they were loaded, right? So I think they'll be okay for next year. It's just that now, if you look at the orders, uh, you know, the core of guys are there too again. So it's just. You know, the hardest thing with the Oilers is that money-wise, there's not much room. So you're talking about what player that you, you're going to get rid of, like Yamamoto and guys that make a bit yeah. of money, so it gives you breathing room. But, but you know, the biggest thing, and I know we've talked about it, uh, what kind of summer Campbell's going to have? You yeah. know, when does he come back? What kind of goal is he going to do? Because we would love to have Lynn, but as so as all the other teams in the NHL, uh, we won't be able to bid for him. We cannot go for a goalie because we have Campbell that we can't. And Skinner. Move. Yeah, Skinner is good. Skinner is good, but he's not a number one goalie. I'd be comfortable with him, like you know, like kind of like in, in a spot where there's no really number one, and you play like 40 games each, you know, and and then whoever's the hottest toward the end of the season starts starts the playoffs, kind of like what. You know, if you look at um, what the Devils did with the goalies, you know, two guys that could be a net, and then, you know, that way you're not hurt if you one of the goalie or the other gets hurt, right? So the, the Oilers, they're going to go as far as the goalie is going to take him, Bob. And, you know, in the attack, we know that they're, they're going to be all right in that sense, but every year it's the same thing. I thought it was uh, that problem was solved, and, and after we signed Campbell, uh, it wasn't. He could bounce back, though, and I hope he does because that's our biggest option right now is hoping that he bounces back because I don't see any team be interested in getting him. Right. And if no teams are getting him, then we have to find a way to make him work. George, just circling back to your 2016, did you know before it was public that Chris Pronger uh, had requested a trade? Because he just signed you know that the the extension with the Oilers at that time. He was in year one of a five year deal. Did you guys know as players that he was going to leave? Yes, we 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 knew we knew because we talked to uh, people and you know his wife wasn't happy in Edmonton and and you know he, he had to choose his family and we kind of knew that. And I know there's tons of rumors. It's when, all it's all BS. And, you yeah. know, People yeah. heard so many things and the craziest thing ever, right? But it's not. It's just that sometimes a hockey player, you know, like, you know, when you play and you have a family, right? Family should always come first. And in that regard, it did. And uh, he, had to, he had to, for his family's sake, uh, his wife and his kid, 
uh, he had to request a trade. And, uh, you know, it, and maybe that's one of the reasons why then after that, the others went a different direction because after that, everyone left. Well, yeah, a bunch, of guy, a bunch of guys left in the summer of 06. They tried to, you know, remember in 07, they offered Sheeta Dustin Penner. And he actually scored 90 goals in four years. They also traded Smith at uh, the deadline in 07. Uh, they, I don't really think they committed to rebuilding, just so you know, George, until the 2009-2010 season. It was only at yeah. that point that Daryl Cates said, you know, hey, we're going to – let's face it, we're in a rebuild here. And they rebuilt, and they got Hall, and they got Nugent Hopkins, and unfortunately Yakubov didn't pan out. And you know how that works. Now, are there? You know, you know what? You know what? You know what's unfair about rebuilding, though, is that if you if you're a great destination, you don't need to rebuild. Look at Vegas. That's the best example. We're all saying that to win, you look at the Blackhawks and and, and the Pittsburgh, and you look at them and you say, okay, well, you know, Pittsburgh rebuilt the team with Crosby and Malkin, Blackhawks with Hayes and Kane. And, and, and Duncan Keith and company. But again, look at Vegas. Vegas didn't do that. If you're a prime destination where a player wants to play, it is so easy to go in free agency and guys want to go there. And, 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 and No state tax, it, George. It helps. Yeah, but, but Bob, still, um, you know damn well that the way that, that, that just so you know, okay, you, you open another, another thing that people might not know about this and may, maybe not even you. Where you play, Bob, does not does not mean that's where you pay your taxes. Right. It's it's your summer residence. Where it's where you have. The, like I'll give you an example. When I played in Edmonton, and then I went to to Pittsburgh or to Phoenix, I pay my tax in Edmonton. When I went to Pittsburgh, I pay my tax in Edmonton. When I went to Montreal, I pay my tax in Edmonton because I had a better driver license, a better healthcare. All my I had a business in Edmonton. All my, my principal home was in Edmonton. And then eventually when I sold my house and I changed over healthcare and everything, I became a resident of Quebec. Then I paid my tax in Quebec. So one of the biggest mistakes people do is they think that, like let's say people that play, people that want to play Montreal because of taxes. It's not true. Players that live in DC in the summer, they pay their tax in DC. Their healthcare is in DC, not in Montreal. So often when people say people don't want to play in Canada because of taxes, it's not true. It doesn't determine. It, there, there's lots of plus in, in every. In, okay, but George, a player theoretically could move and have his home base in Las Vegas once he signs with Vegas and help his tax yes, situation. Yes, yes, you could change your your like your home base where you decided to be yep. for tax reason, but you got to be careful with that because if you have a track of just changing your residency more for your taxes, it helps you. The government is not stupid, so you got to be careful with that. George LaRocca is our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. All right, George, so Vegas won. Thank you for the beef jerky. There you go. Well, And he's not going to do vegetarian beef jerky, I can tell you that. I, I would find that highly unlikely. So, George, so so here's the spiel with the Montreal Canadiens. Like, I think he, like, do we know? Would the do you think Slavkovsky? If the, we're hearing these rumors that Montreal is trying to trade up to number two, are you buying that? Can the Canadians get to the second pick so they can take Adam Fantilli? Because in last year's draft, I think Fantilli might have gone number one. You know, just so you know, okay, 
the Montreal position that they're in right now, uh, they don't want to draft Mitchkov. But if they're fifth, they have to get him. They have no choice, and they don't want to be in that position because it's very problematic because they don't know if he's going to come. There's rumor that Mitchkov is choosing where he wants to play. He'd like to go to Washington. So, and then if it's other team, we don't know if he's going to come. Montreal's having a lot of pressure. They draft fifth to get him. So they don't want to have that problem. So they want to move up. So, you know, you look at Montreal and then you're like, it's the best ideal scenario. If you move up, then it becomes another team's problem. Are they going to take that gamble at number five, yes or no? And, and it's difficult. It's tough. And at the same time, you know, you're hearing so those rumors about Bedard that Chicago could be trading him. No chance. Uh, no chance. You know, I, know, I, I know. Yeah, but again, what, but, but, let me give you an example. Like, I know it's no chance, but let's say um, you have a team that, that's offering the moon to, uh, to let's say, Anaheim that picks second. Fentilly, and then you give you, you, you give tons of players to, play, that players that they can't refuse. You know, everyone's tradable. If Lindros was traded, everything is possible, right? The, the, the thing with Chicago, and I understand why Chicago wouldn't do it, but at the same time, it's going to be tough because look at this team. Who is he going to play with? I can't ask you. Look at that team. I can't that believe I can't believe they couldn't trade Afanasiu at three million dollars, and then they turn around like they couldn't dump him. He was the UFA; nobody wanted him. And then they turn around and give him a two-year deal at four point yeah. two five million. It was crazy. So, yeah, and now Bob, that, like this, this is who Bedard is going to play with. Like they have nobody to play with him, and Bedard is good. But the thing that that that, I, that I'm that I'm really questioning is that. What kind of a start of the season is he going to have if he's not playing with anyone? Because he's supposed to be the next up, next incomer. But again, if he doesn't play with anyone, what is he going to do? He's not a miracle man, right? So there's tons of pressure on him. But to think that he's going to come in and rack up points to a team that he has no one to play with, man, uh, like tell me 10 players on that team. Like it's tough. And they're in your, they're, they're in your conference, Bob. So next year, man, Chicago. I, I know they're rebuilding, but, you know, I know I don't think they're going to trade him, but if you can get a package that could give you a few first-round picks and a lot of good prospects to rebuild your team, it might be the best way to go. But, again, you know, are they going to do it or not? You know, I know that what happened to the fan base with season ticket holder and all that stuff that it did. They're you, taking you know the kid all day. They are taking the kid. They're taking better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, yeah. George, we got two more weeks of these hits. Thanks for joining us on Oilers Now, okay, my man? Oh, then, then you're in vacation? No. Then we're into July. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to still do the show, we'll have you on every week, buddy. Thanks a lot. I, I'm okay to do it every week, man. I'm okay. <laughs> there we go. I got to hook you up with a vegan restaurant at some point. Thanks a lot, George. Thanks, Will. You bet. That is George LaRock, our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. George's appearances are brought to you by Contract Equipment Limited, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. We will tell you that all season long, the Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Oh, Trent Brown, he'd be hurting for certain with the Elks uh, 0-2 start. Brendan, how many combined points in those two games? 13. That ain't going to get it done. James H. Brown. Taylor Cornelius had more passing yards on one play last week than he did total in BC. Come on. That hundred, he didn't have 102 yards passing. No, he had I told you, I stopped watching after the third quarter. And you can't get the, like the stats aren't available in any of the apps. 
Like he, the Score's got a great app, and it, you can't get like I could get a, any NCAA game I want, but I can't get CFL in-game stats on the fly. Uh, anyways, George LaRock for Contract Equipment Limited, and our Oilers now injury report for James H. Brown and Lawyers. Two hundred and fifty plus years of experience at James H. Brown. It's as simple. They get you the best results. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Back to a memorable this day in Oilers history and a text when we return on Oilers now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Royal Pizza Pizza Pass and so much more. You can get their new boneless wings, 8 for $13.95 or 16 for $25.95. You can visit royalpizza.ca where the staffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Brendan is a fan of the Texan. All right, to a text from Sean. Here he goes. Sean says, Bob, here's the deal, and no one wants to talk about it. If all the Oilers do is just draft the player at 16 overall back in 2015 instead of trading for Griffin Reinhardt, and they just stay on the board when they drafted Broberg instead of thinking they were the smartest people in the room and going off the board, they would have at least two cups by now. And no, that's not armchair GMing, says Sean. Many saw those two moves as bad when they happened, and those are two costly ones, and that's what's frustrating for Sean. Okay. And in fairness, Broberg, I I think it's got to be stated, like if it's me, I probably got him. Now, the pandemic did not help Broberg. That's one thing that's got to be stated. Did not help Broberg. I think they got to, you know what, or get off the pot with Broberg here. Like they're either going to have to, look, kid, you're going down for 40 games, playing 23 to 25 minutes a game to start, and then we're going to reassess at some point during the year to see whether or not you're ready to come in. But what do you do with Kulak? And you went and traded for Ekholm. You got Nurse, Ekholm, and Kulak on the left side. Do you play Broberg on the right side? Do you give him a chance to beat out Vincent Deherney? That'll be one of the questions. Now, the Reinhardt trade did not work out, and it wasn't just for 16, it was also for 33 they hit on those two picks, who knows? Uh, to this day in Oilers history, and it sucked. It hurt like hell. It is brought to you by New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. One of these days I'll get over it. Maybe I should. I'll explain more, but here's Brandon Escott. Yeah, 2006, we go. Aaron Ward opens the scoring a minute and 26 seconds into Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. The Oilers unable to claw back. Fernando Pisani beat Cam Ward early in the third. Not enough, though. The Oilers losing the Cup to the Hurricanes in Carolina. All right. Um, we will do this. Uh, we have a 
What's Reed got going on Inside Sports Night? Uh, fluid show, or he's got the does he not got the Elks show? He does. So you'll uh, you'll get Elks this week at seven thirty. You'll also hear from our Inside the Game analyst Blake Dermott, who is no happier than uh, Trent Brown about what's gone on the last couple of weeks here. All right, uh, we'll tell you daily faceoffs. Frank Saravelli is on tomorrow's show. It's brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta Live Thoroughbred Racing at Century Mile Racetrack. And Casino every Friday and Saturday. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Also on tomorrow's show, Edmonton Oilers Assistant GM, Director of Pro Scouting, as the Oilers get ready for free agency, Brad Holland. And on tomorrow's show, also from Daily Faceoff, Stephen Ellis on the NHL Draft. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge in 2-3, to three, and then Chelsea on Chad with Chelsea Bird. So long, everybody. Have a magnificent Monday.